Hi, Shane. Hello, Robert. The disabled toilet at my work is still broken and body corporate still won't fix it. That is upsetting, Robert. Yes, but we had a Live Aid-style concert in the car park to raise funds. And guess what? What's that? We think we have the money to fix the toilet so the ambulance folks can relieve themselves. Do you know a reliable and cost-effective plumber? Robert, I know the best plumber on the GC. You need to call Blue Dog Plumbing on 0401970623. What's that number again? 0401970623. Thanks, Shane. You're a hero. Thanks, Rob, but Blue Dog are the real heroes. <laughs> this podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, guys, episode 10. God, it's a loose one already, isn't Unconditional it? Unconditional filming out of offices today uh, at my place because we have a very special guest who we will introduce shortly. So we thought we'd make it easier for, for her not to have to travel so far. Uh, Shano, well, how's your week been, my friend? Good, mate, good. Nice to see there's a lake out there. I mean, we're obviously not at my house. Yeah. Where well, are we today, Robert? One, which you got two houses, so none of them got... look over a lake, though, Robert. Let me tell you that. Yeah, I'll just hide this for the day. Um, <laughs> so I didn't oh, want to embarrass. Nice. I didn't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, no, it must uh, be nice. No, my week's my week's been good. Uh, nothing too exciting. Just same old. Just this third or fourth week in with a new office. Fourth week. Fourth week yeah. and settling in. Yeah, yeah. So the biggest change has probably been that I've listed more. I've listed more auctions. So I've got three auctions sat there. And one private treaty, where it probably would have been four private treaties before. Yeah. So I'm definitely getting involved in the auctions a bit more. Is that a, a, a is that because your office is really pushing them, or you're trying to buy in on them, or what, how, why do you think that's? I changed? think just seeing what I've seen, the, the way we do them, I've just been sold on them. Like we took over a, we just the last the first one I just sold at auction. The first agent had there'd been another agent with it. And they'd tried. They'd sold it three times, and it fell over twice to finance, and once to building and pest. And the owner was the owner gave it to us and just said, "I just want it gone, so just get it sold." So we sold it in two weeks, and we sold it on the auction day, cash unconditional. So and for ten grand over the reserve. So she was stoked. Fair play, fair play. Well, mate, my week's been good, but we don't need to worry about me at the moment. And that does sound like you are a bit of a hero, but we actually have a true real estate hero with us today, an absolute legend. A legend in her of the field. Game. Um, I've got some actual real stats here, but I'm sure that. Have you? Would you like to say something about the lovely Jessica Melling? Yeah, it's a bit of a novel, this one. It's not like the Lurch one. All right, let's go. Jessica Melling is a real estate business development manager, better known as a BDM. She is the best BDM in the Leslie Joseph Hooker real estate franchise, more commonly known as LJ Hooker. She is the top BDM for LJ Hooker in Queensland, Northern Territory and the Northern New South Wales. She recently spoke at the Australian Real Estate Conference, more commonly known as Eric. She is the 2016 Miss Mudribar Hollywood Showgirl. As Jess has said in the past, real estate is about people making me filthy rich. Please welcome my friend and yours, Jessica the Rentonator Melly. <laughs> welcome Jessica. Oh, Shane. I Hollywood showgirl. There you go. <laughs> Look, I oh, is that not right? No, no, no. It's more like the Las Vegas showgirl. But, you know, Madribar, Las Vegas, same thing. 
So, well, Jess, I want to thank you first because you're the first actual credible um, person that we've had on the podcast. You're a professional. We're, we're probably not yet. Uh, we're trying. Between you and Blair, you're probably the most professional things we've had on this podcast today. So, thanks very much. Thanks for making the effort, mate. I know you're a busy girl. Uh, so, I just want to follow up just briefly on that. So, Shane did touch on some of that in a joking manner, but guys, Jess is a, a gun. So, she did speak at Eric last month. Last month? Yeah, but, oh, yeah, last month. Last month, um, what a, she did. What a drop for a career going oh. from the heights of Eric to sitting on your deck. <laughs> well, I only came because I was told there was free food, but I haven't seen any yet. Oh, we've, we've got I've something happening. Blair's I've in charge food. of that. I can I can organise that if we need to. No one told me about that. I brought a microwave lunch. Man, he doesn't have a microwave. <laughs> That's so, how well I'm doing. Mate, I've hired this for the day. I've literally hired this out yeah, for the day. It's I'm an sure Airbnb. It's an Airbnb. So, Jess, how long have you been in the game for? Uh, 14 years. Wow. And did you start off as a as a BDM, a uh, property manager? I actually started off 14 years ago for LJ Hooker Southport. Um, I was a leasing consultant. And when I got the job, I actually didn't even know what a property manager was. So I started my first day in real estate. And, like, my mum had never... We'd, like, we never rented a house, so I didn't know what a property manager was. I was 18. And um, the principal of the office... I have no idea how I got the job, to be honest. Alex McCormack? Yeah. Oh, name drop. <laughs> yeah. Love him. Uh, yeah. Great day with him yesterday. <laughs> and um, yeah, then I worked from, I finished my traineeship there and I think I understood what a property manager was. Then I went to be a property manager. Um, and then six years ago, I changed to BDM. So you're now in charge of getting the properties into the business and then handing them over to property managers to manage. Yeah, that's right. So I just sell the services as a rental department. And you do that very well because is it true that you were voted the number one BDM in all of the world? All of the world. <laughs> God, I love it when you do research. How are you so well researched? So usually you've got nothing. No, so she's international BDM for LJ Hooker. Um, and to do that, she's, you know, she's doing over 200 managements a year, which is incredible numbers. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely um, don't have much free time. But no, I love what I do. It's a pretty good gig. I yeah, like I've been around a long, like I've been around a while. But I would say that I've worked with Jess in an off, in her office, and um, you have worked I in would, eight offices, so you yeah, work with a lot of I'm, people. I'm due to leave offices again now. So, <laughs> but Any, I, anyone out there, give them a call. And I, I know, I know that um, Jess was like I always got in real early, and um, every like a lot of people make fun of you, like made fun of me for that. Like, what do you live here? But then Jess would already be there every like all the time. So she's, I've never seen any other BDM put the hours in that she puts in, and it actually shows. That's why she gets all the awards. Thank you. She's flown overseas to speak at other conferences yep. coming up. Yep. You know, I'll do anything for a free, free flight. Oh, so. she loves <laughs> cash. Off to New Zealand in any, September. Like if you if you wanted to talk at any of your engagements, I mean, yeah, just flick her an envelope full of cash. She'll be there. Yeah, nothing under five thousand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's me. I'll, I'll come and I'll come and speak. What, I'll come and speak at you. or your dollars? What are you? <laughs> well, I'm still. Yeah, I came here for the food, and I was hoping for an envelope full of cash when I left. Well, Shane helped with the cash. I didn't do the food. <laughs> yeah, uh, that I think that's a serious part over yeah. and done with. Let's get into the stuff that uh, most people comment to us about is the silly shit that we see and do and find um, and experience. Mm-hmm as a 14-year veteran and working with a pretty big team mm-hmm. do you, you and you can have a degree of separation you don't have to claim this was you that happened to you can say somebody 
told me this story, yeah, or the, you can own yeah. it. It's the only, the only person, you. the only person who claims tells a ridiculous story and has actually puts his name to it is me because I'm an idiot. But you know, there's there is some <laughs> there's some stories that we've had where we've hidden the names of the person. Yeah. Look, I think in property management, like, look, there's a lot of stories, and I do a lot of the rental open homes for the new clients that I bring on. And a few years ago, I was at um, suburb will not be named. I was there and there was an old, very old, old building and it had an elevator that went up to the seventh seventh floors. I was taking someone through there at 5.30 at night. <clears throat> I thought I was going to have three groups come through, but typical me only had one. Met him at the front door, go to open the lift. We got in the lift, got to the third floor, didn't even make it to the seventh floor and the lift stopped. What, just can't, this broke? Just broke, just stopped. Mid no power, floor. mid floor, and it was so old. It was one of those ones that was just full metal throughout. Oh no! <laughs> it had like the old, like old hotel red carpet, and it stunk. The house was only renting for, <laughs> well, the unit was only renting for three hundred dollars a week. So. Sounds like service paradise. I'm just going to go yeah. out on a limb. <clears throat> it sounds like service. Yeah, look, it was. Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Well, and um, yeah, so we're stuck on the third floor, and um. So I the left, doors wouldn't open, obviously. No, they wouldn't. I left my phones in the car, which is like oh, bing bong. No. Worst thing you can ever do. I ended up being in there for an hour and a half. And this guy did not come up for air when he was talking. <laughs> he could have talked underwater. So I'm in here panicking, thinking, I'm gonna die. What was his like? No was one he knows. old? What was his overall like demeanour? Was he like creepy looking? Was he He looked was he like nervous? No, he seemed just fine. Look, he, uh, like he looked like, like a gamer. Like he played with the elevator before they got Yeah, in. definitely. <laughs> I reckon he probably dabbled in a few games after hours on his PlayStation okay. 3. Okay, all right. Um, probably didn't get out too much. Yeah. Um, but he bet he didn't come up here. He wouldn't stop talking. Anyway, I'd already basically seen my life flash before my eyes. Meanwhile, this guy started to confess his love for me in the elevator. Oh, shit. And luckily... I love that for you. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. That's a saying a lot of women are saying now. I you love know, that for you. I love that for you. Oh, what a vibey. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just as he was basically saying, about to ask me out on a date, the doors opened with the fire department. Oh, So wow. that, that was fun. And how are you guys? And are you, you still going up, strong? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're still together. Moose. We've got our five kids now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I decided to never. He didn't apply for the house because we couldn't get there, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't even. What, you didn't want to take the, the stairs up, the, up to the, the, the four stories up the stairs? Yeah. Do you have that property still? Yes, we do, actually. They, they replaced the lifts. So oh, I think good for a good idea. six months, all the residents were just walking up the stairs. So. I um, feel sorry for all the people on the seventh floor. Oh, everyone in there has got amazing calves. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah. They're looking good. So you've had one proposal. One proposal. Now, I do a lot. Shane said before I come into the office really early and I often... How early? What are we, what are we talking? Uh, it used to be around 6.30. Yeah. Uh, now I've got myself the most beautiful assistant, Sarah. Sarah Siegel. Hello, I'm saying Sarah. her name because she wanted to be name dropped today. <laughs> um. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah Siegel. Seagull, yeah, that's what we call her. So I actually come in at 8 o'clock, which feels so late now. But yeah, yeah it used to be around average on 7 and probably leave at about 6. Um, so, so you're not doing 9 to 5 hours. You put in the big effort. Yeah, but I guess I had to. And, you know, I've got a good client base now. I don't need to start calling everyone as much as I used to. 
Like and Shane, Shane earns seventy five thousand dollars a year. Oh, you made that very clear. Oh, Shane, uh, I earn ten times that amount. You got to You'd probably be just a, a tick well, over. Well, now that you're hanging out with McGrath and Panos and the rest of them, all the big dogs, they're not looking at. They're not having me on Eric. Let me tell you. Are you guys in a group chat? What group chat? Oh, the Tom Panos and yeah, Matthew McConaughey sends me emojis. Does he? Well, of course, we're not. Really? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she was on with McConaughey. Oh, oh. wow. Do you want to hear my other story? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, mate, don't yeah. stop. You just keep yeah. talking. Mate, we can sit here all afternoon. We're not busy. It's you're the one that's busy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get home. I've got to go to Friday drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no word of a lie. I'm going to bubble tea at three o'clock for the first time. Bubble tea, you get are. the lychee, yeah. get the lychee pearls in there. Yeah. They're the best. I've never had it before. I'm off to bubble tea. Wow. I know, things have changed Fucking for me. Fucking thrilling. Are you going to bubble tea? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just telling you, I thought you'd be thrilled by that. Is that Please. Lisa's idea? No, no, no. I'm going with two blocks from work. We, we okay. do things a little bit differently at my office. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we used to drink Northerns, but now we drink bubble tea. Is this part of like an eight-week challenge or something? Sounds no, like well, a look at the fucking state of me. I should be on an eight-week challenge. <laughs> it sounds like a phasing-in period. Go <laughs> oh. uh, on with your story. Yeah, please. crack Well, on. yeah, so like I used to work pretty late and um, I still do sometimes after 5.30, I'll go see people. And um, I still get pretty scared when I go to, you know, those houses in Narang where there's, you know, a mattress in the front yard. Uh, oh, we've all got one of those. <clears throat> but like, sometimes not even them. After hours, and I go, I do send my husband the location of where I am, and I say if he doesn't hear from me in fifteen minutes, to either call my phone a lot of times or call the police. Call the police. Pin drop. Pin drop. Yeah. Look, to be honest, it is, can get pretty scary, especially when it's just you know you. I'm you know I'm thirty two. I'm not young, but I'm not old. But also, I feel a little bit vulnerable sometimes. Mm. So yeah, I especially still do in a that lift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the smell coming out of that lift was not okay after a while um but yeah so i do get you know scared sometimes so i tell my husband where i am and sometimes he freaks out sometimes he doesn't i think now it's just so normal that he knows i'm okay that mm. he doesn't even worry about it i bet you he doesn't even open the message no he just knows where you're at he knows you're working late it can be pretty um and that's one thing like we say to all the new staff male and female that you're going to be in people's lounge rooms and houses and garages and sheds at <coughs> five, six, seven, sometimes, you know, later at night. Yep. And yeah. it can get a, it can get a little bit weird sometimes. I, um, I never let someone walk behind me. I will always walk behind them. Because mm. a long time ago, I just had someone that made me feel really, really uncomfortable breathing down my neck. But then Shane left your office. So <laughs> are you, do you feel better now? Yeah, look, it's been really good. The DVO has been dropped. <laughs> I, I still, uh, I, you know, I still prowl around her house. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus He's got a Christ. whole album in his phone of faces of me. I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, for a birthday. Oh, you can put some of them up. The birthday yeah. content. Didn't you just get one of me now in the massage <laughs> chair? <laughs> yeah, you didn't get anything for coming here. You got a massage in a chair. You guys are obviously. I've got chairs in here as well. I've got yeah. It's part of the Airbnb guys. It's yeah. just it, like, yeah. it comes with the house. I had to pay a little we've bit got, extra. We've for got that. Doritos and dip. Yeah, we do. I've got chips and dip. But <laughs> I we'll, thought it was we'll, a frozen meal. We'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can all share my we can all share my light and easy frozen meal. I've brought spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> so Jess, have you got any? What, I'm gonna have to get up and go and feed some people soon. But have you? Uh, you spoke about obviously. Uh, a awkward lift situation. Um, it can get a bit sketchy at night time working with other people. Mm -hmm. Safety pins getting dropped. Um, Shane is known as a bit of a practical joker. 
Have you got any classics from when he was in your office? Did he do anything to you or the team that you can remember? Or a... I do, and it's still sitting on my desk. Shame. Did he shit? <laughs> Did he shit on your it's desk? A it's a crystallized poo. It's a mummified. Yeah, mummified. That's what I was looking for. Mate, if he left one of those on my desk, and we hit the quota, we hit the quota. Um, look, Shane has always been known as a he's a pest. A pretty no, nah, I think he's pretty funny to be honest. Like he's always a good time. He'll tell you how it is. Yeah, you you can say that. You can be mean to him, but I actually like him. He's all right. Sorry, yeah, Lisa. I'm liked by some people. Um, well, I like <clears> he's a pest. Yeah. For Christmas, he thought it would be a great idea to print out a picture of himself crossing his arms with his muscles, his hands pushing up his muscles. I was better looking back then, Blair. They were bigger. I didn't have to wear such tight-fitting shirts. Yeah. And it's the photo is... You would love to look at me. (laughs) The photo is of Shane crossing his arms, pushing up his muscles with his fists, and next to the photo it says, Merry Christmas. And that's... That's still on your desk to this day. You see that every day. I handed them out to like seven people. One late, like, because we were filming it. It's on my Facebook. We filmed giving them all these gifts and making a big deal of it. And like, um, I accosted some lady come out of the toilet because I'd waited for her for so long. Here, take this gift. If you spent more time prospecting, you'd make more than 75 grand a year. I know, all this then, effort you put in. But then I, you know, I'd probably you have, have 75% less fun. <laughs> yeah, true. Shane used to prospect to me a lot. Yeah. I remember when we, we had a house up in Highland Reserve. Yeah. So did you know Shane at this point? I can't, no. Actually, I didn't. I didn't know who he was, but I saw his young little face over everywhere on Rose Valley Drive, is it? Yeah. Beautiful signs. See? With uh-huh. his baby face head on it. And um, he used to call us all the time to sell our house. Did you know Jess was in real estate at that point? I was no, in a different office, yeah, though. I, I was a different so. company. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Oh, Just keeping her house. up to date with how the market was going, Robert. No, no hidden agenda. And do you what still about have that when property? he came peeping through the windows? Then <laughs> what? <laughs> do you still? <laughs> what? I'll never forget. It was so romantic. Do you still have that property? Uh, no, we sold it. So obviously, with all the hard work Shane did, all that prospecting, keeping in the loop with the market, you he would have got you a great result. No, I didn't sell with Shane. <laughs> No, three years of phone calls. <laughs> three years of phone three calls. Three phone calls a year. Still didn't get it. No, he, goes even, to show. he even came to my house after hours, sent a drop pin to Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, all that hard work. I reckon you probably called me at least once every three months. Yeah. So, and then that's a good that's good for anyone listening to this that wants to get into real estate or is in real estate. You can call and call and call. Sometimes you're not going to get the business, and it's you know don't be down, don't be downtrodden. It's it is what it is. Sometimes you're just not a match with the person. Yeah, we weren't a match because when you're sneaking through my windows and asked you to come in, you, you didn't know, come you in. You know, you know what's funny about all this like stalkering stuff. There's I, nothing funny about stalking. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but let me just tell you this, Jess, because you are a woman and you you seem to be nervous on your own, right? So me and Robbie, when we our first ever podcast we did without Blair, it was horrendous. Mm. But one of the things we spoke about was I told Robbie looked creepy, and he's like, "Oh, do I look stalker creepy?" And then it reminded me of a podcast I was listening to, where it was based in Melbourne, and this police officer they were trying to stalk, find this stalker. He was going around looking through people's windows and he was breaking into people's houses and wearing their clothes and stuff. And, and so what? So they ended up tracking him down. He, was, he used to get around wearing no shoes. He'd leave cigarette butts outside the windows and Bundy cans. But he used to, he used to, he used to leave semen along the windowsill. I beg your pardon. 
So he used to leave semen along their windowsill. And when they caught him, when they caught it, so check your windowsill. Yours, yours are too high for me. I'd have to stand on a crate. But so. And that was the moment I decided to list with Braden Lamb. Hello, Braden, if you're listening. Yeah, we'll Um, be at your office soon, Braden. So when they caught him, he said, I could literally tell you what six of the women, when they went to bed, what they were wearing and what book they were reading. Wow. So the police officer said, from that time on, I never left a crack in my curtains anywhere. Because he could literally tell you what she, what she was watching in bed, what book they were reading. He knew what your time when you got home from the gym at night. He knew everything about everyone. So what episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine was I watching last <laughs> <Yeah>. night? <laughs> Season two, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to... Oh no, we laugh about so it. So that story true. there won't make you any more nervous, Jess, going into houses at all? No. Look, I don't get nervous all the time. It's only as it's kind of going down dark and... There's just some people, you know, the time wasters that you get. They're like, come and give me an appraisal. You're like, why did you even bring me here? Yeah. You're not doing anything. They see your pretty face on a pamphlet and they want That's you in the true. house. That's true. Yeah. You'll, you'll be you'll be sitting in your ensuite tonight going, what's that sound? What's going on out there? Shane, just come in. It's just cold. Just come in, mate. Never, um, never do that noise again, what, Shane. So, so with BDMing, so to be a good BDM, like what are some of the top tips? If you're if you were starting out in BDMing tomorrow, what what tips would you give? Or just, can I just yeah, great question. But would you would you don't, suge- don't, don't would don't. you suggest they start as a property manager? Sorry first? for there is so many questions. Which one do you want me to answer? Sorry start. for um sorry for interrupting while you were talking, Robert. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but we, I think as a BDM, you've got to start yeah, as a property go. manager, surely. Yeah, you go. Um, I think that's a. That's a good question. However, I've known people that have never been in property management before and have been very successful BDM. Okay. And then, like, um, you know, Kiara Campbell. Hello, Kiara. Yeah. Um, and myself, we've been property managers, you know, since the beginning. I think being a property manager does give you the content and the understanding of what yeah. you're selling. However, some of the bad things a property manager can do going and being a BDM is that they think too far ahead. And they think too much like a property manager. You have to take your property manager hat off and you have to be, think more like a sales agent. Yeah. Yes, you mm. need to give them the right service and things like that. But some of the property managers I've seen that have gone into BDM, they don't do the steps of a salesperson. They won't pick up the phone. They yeah. won't make the calls. They don't make the plan. Yeah. They're just happy I, for it to come to I them. I think a property... I think a good BDM would also be someone that's done the sales side as well. Mm-hmm. Like you would, you've got to then get some, do some work experience doing property management so you understand it. Mm-hmm. But I've always thought if you just had an office full of BDMs, like yeah. or your sales agents knew how to sign form sixes for property managements, I reckon. I mean, sorry, <laughs> I don't want to take you yeah. out of the job, but I've it makes sense because sometimes you sit there <laughs> and they go, "Oh," because I'll say. Do you have to sell or could you rent it out? And they're like, oh, we haven't thought of that. So, like, no one else has asked us, so they just want us to sell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, and I've sort of run them through it, but then we refer them to people like me. Yeah, but Shane, that's what makes you better than a lot of other agents is that you see the bigger picture. If they're not ready to sell, put them in the rent roll, get the property managers to look after the relationship. You don't have to call them every three months. And when they go to sell, then it's gone back to you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But or, yeah, look. Or Braden swoops in and lists it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Braden did it for free. Legend. Um, that's the only reason, Shane. I see. Sorry. It wasn't on skill level, Robert. It was on price. <laughs> um, 
What was my question again? Oh, uh, if, you were, if you were starting out, like, yeah. Yeah, as a BDM, if you if yeah. you hit the ground running. So you're more, you've got to be sales, a bit salesy, mm-hmm. not salesy, but you have to have that mentality. Because the equivalent of 200 mm-hmm. property management managements a year that you've uh, brought in, because that would be the equivalent of 200 sales. For a sales agent, you've pitched for the business, you've negotiated, that's you've won lot. the business. Yep. That's that's. That's ridiculous numbers. That's huge numbers. Well done, mate. Thank you. Look, starting off as a BDM, I think the worst thing you can do is try and do everything. I sat down and I figured out who who are the people I want to come and sign up with us. And I had a list of like 20. And I picked three and I just did three really well. And then as I got better, I added one more on it and one more and one more. So really simplify the way that you do things, but do smaller things more regularly. Um, work with your sales team. Don't get a big ego. Yeah. No, know don't. that you don't have to work. It's not nine to five anymore. You have to work Saturdays. She's going wow. from Eric. Yeah, I know. A lot of them don't want to work Saturdays, yeah. but yeah. it's like, like it's you like, have like to. you have to be all in. It's, it, you're pretty much a sales agent. Yeah. Like you've got to be all in. This is what people don't understand with real estate. Mm. Like it's not nine to five. <clears throat> no. And the longer, I reckon the best, most successful BDMs I know have been in the one office for a long time because you, we're so lucky as BDMs. We can use every single sales agent's data. And over time, you're calling all those people, you're tagging them in recs under your name, and it just becomes so much easier as time goes by. Those people know you. You might have spoken mm. to 100 people five years ago that are ready to come on with you now. Always and easy to manage the data when you do it properly at the start, eh? Hey? 100%, yeah. So yeah, a lot. I know a lot of BDMs that I've met have just wanted to do. They want to be just straight away, but I wasn't like that six years ago. I signed forty-one new managements in a year for my second year, and I was like, I am the best thing ever. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I hope you're writing all this down, boy. Yeah, I think we all need to listen back to this one. This is a cracker. Uh, Blair's actually given us the wrap up, guys. So we've reached our quota, the Spotify ideal listening time. Uh, we've reached that. So, Jess, uh, I'm going to go and prepare some food for you. I didn't, I wasn't aware that mm. uh, it was part of the deal. Shane's going to go and get you the money. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, no, thanks for having me, guys. We'll let you get back to your busy, Wonderful. busy schedule. Can I plug my Instagram? Yes. It is at Rent with Jess. It's a pretty hard one. At Rent with Jess. There you go. Thank you. I want to get my blue tick. I'm like 9,000 people off. Really? Yeah. And you've been been on a current affair. Current affair and a project. We didn't mention that. Stop trying to wrap us up, Blair. There's too much to talk about. Like just just Lurch was on for like 50 minutes. We couldn't get him off. I'm gonna have to yeah, we'll back. do a part yeah, two. Yeah, we'll do a part two. We'll talk about the current affair stuff and, and all your TV. Yeah, it was a good a current affair thing. She wasn't like ch- being chased down the drive. No, when they called me, I didn't know whether to hang up or <laughs> keep talking. You would have loved it. No, you would have loved it. Thanks, guys. Thank no you very much, Jess. God bless you. Thanks, Bye. mate. Bye-bye. Bye.